Welcome back. I hope you had a good rest, good lunch. I was excited this morning to be with all three services, and uh, we just were really uh, just happy to see so many good people here. Welcome to those of you who were not here this morning and to those of you joining us um, online. Am I standing in an okay place, or do I need to back up and look taller? Just be yourself. I was in Guyana. A lady looked at me. She was a young lady, beautiful complexion. She said, you're shorter and paler than I thought. <laughs> I said, thank you. What can you say, Rosa, you know? Thank you. We've got an exciting 90 minutes for you. Uh, we're going to start with prayer, and then I'm going to take some time just for you to ask some questions uh, specifically about Hope Sabbath School or in general about Hope Channel. We've got 10 minutes allocated for that. Then we've got a wonderful mini concert, and I want to thank uh, the musicians from this area that are contributing to that. That will take us till 4.30. And then, well, I shouldn't say then, the really exciting part begins because I know we'll be blessed by the music. But we've got some wonderful testimonies, some short videos of lives changed. I want to give you a report about what just happened a few days ago in Tanzania and just some things that God's doing. I know many of you have been praying since we started 10 years ago with Hope Sabbath School and um, many of you have also supported in various ways. And we just want to say thank you to you. And only in the kingdom will we know the full return on our investment. But let's begin with prayer. Father in heaven, thank you for this Sabbath day. It's hot outside, but we're thankful for a cool place to gather and to remember and celebrate. That's what anniversaries are for. And I pray that this afternoon that our hearts would be encouraged as we reflect on all that you have done. In the name of Jesus, amen. So we have a roving mic here. Is this young fellow going to be our, you know, come on up here, young man. I just, I'm just so happy to see our young media leaders. What do you say? Yep, about my. The script said smile here. So he's going to be available. If you have a question, you can just raise your hand. What was your name again? David. David. All right, David. So when you see someone raise their hand, you'll go over there and get the mic to them, right? All right. Go ahead and look for hands to be raised. Anybody have a question about what's happening either with Hope Sabbath School? We just started closed captioning in Chinese. Yeah, there's 1.2 billion people on that continent that need to hear the gospel message. We're not at this point doing it concurrently with the studies but uh, we chose a couple of strategic Hope Sabbath School programs. One, the Gospel of Matthew, because that tells the gospel story. And uh, we're going to sequel that with the book of Acts, which, if you've been looking ahead, is the next series for third quarter. Wonderful series on the book of Acts. We filmed that back in May. We're about uh, three to seven months ahead of uh, the time that you see it, which is why I can be here and you watch me on Hope Sabbath School. All right? Any questions you have? Yes, Lee, right here. Nathan and Missy. Nathan and Missy. Sure. We need to make sure that mic is on. Our David, our AV specialist, will figure that out. There's a button somewhere. Uh, if not, he'll take it to someone else. 
Ah, there we go. Thank you. Would you ask that again for us? I would like to know where Nathan and Missy are. I, they were always so. So a part of our core team, Nathan and Missy Kraus, uh, some of you may know that I actually baptized Nathan 30 years ago, and I was his pastor in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and then he became my pastor in Olney, Maryland, when we moved to Maryland. And uh, Nathan and Missy were invited to become the lead pastor. Well, he was invited to become the lead pastor at the Fort Worth First Seventh Adventist Church in Texas. He is continuing a live Hope Sabbath school at the church, as we do also at Olney, and uses the outline that uh, someone came up to me and said they use it when they're teaching here. I think it was uh, Les your uh, pastor, Barbara's husband, uses our outline, that single page outline. We have tens of thousands of uh, leaders, teachers who download that and use it in their classes. So he's doing that live, but obviously being um, so far away, he's not able to come back and film. He was living in Maryland for the first five years that we were filming there. So thanks for asking. We'll share that with uh, Nathan and, and Missy. They were part of our core team. Yeah, any other questions? David's ready for you now with an oper operational mic. Let me just share a little bit about Hope Channel while we're introducing. We've got a, about a minute before the music's ready. Um, you know, it's one thing to host one program. That's what I did while I was working here as lead pastor and then working in ministerial. It's one thing leading uh, or hosting one program, and it is a global program on the network. It's another thing uh, when you step into a leadership position as president of the global network. And uh, what we discovered as we had our first partnership weekend in Asheville last and we'll talk more about our partnership weekends, but when we had our first partnership weekend last December in Asheville, is many of those who came were astonished at how global the impact of Hope Channel is. We now have 50 affiliates around the world, the largest being Novo Tempo in Brazil. Uh, we have 34 employees, Marty, and that's not a big group. They have 500 employees at Novo Tempo. They're covering 98% of the country. They just signed up last year their one millionth Bible study. So one of the things that we're going to focus on here in, at our uh, parent headquarters this year is strong emphasis on uh, personal Bible study. Now, obviously, Hope Sabbath School is that, but signing up personal Bible studies, we're going to be starting a new program, a Bible answer program. We've got some exciting programs coming up with children and Bible studies because I do believe the Bible is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. So, uh, yeah, it's exciting. 50 affiliates, 60 different languages, uh, some film in their own territory, some like our Arabic channel, Al-Wad, uh, does most of its recording in Loma Linda. We have a studio there because of security reasons. It's safer to broadcast there. We record there in Arabic, Farsi, which is uh, from Iran, Iraq, Persian language, and uh, in Turkish. And so 60 different languages, amazing. Yes, got a question back here from Victoria. Wave your arm so that David can see you. 
Maybe this will be our last question and we'll be ready to go into our music after Estrella because she's VIP. Uh, translating the Bible songs or making new Bible verse songs? In Brazil? For all languages. Oh, oh thank you. Um, that's a really good question uh, that Victoria is asking. You're asking particularly with Hope Sabbath School because there are some countries that broadcast Hope Sabbath School in English but put closed captioning in their own language, which is what we're doing for Chinese. There are other countries like Poland. I'll be going and holding meetings in Poland uh, in July, uh, evangelistic meetings there. And in Poland, they actually do voiceover. So that means that if my friend Christian here on row two, if he's part of our team, that when he speaks, they actually hear Polish. So they do voiceover in Polish. So it depends, but every once in a while, Victoria, we'll get, we'll get an MP3 file from Malaysia or from Borneo or somewhere where they're singing the scripture song in their own language. And that brings us a lot of joy. One last question in this intro from Australia. Where are you, David? Oh, okay. Ditto. Uh, you know, this. who would have known 30 years ago when my wife started composing scripture songs that God had a plan for them on a global television network. Uh, that's just amazing to us. We still sing them in family worship, but uh, yeah, that's just amazing what God, God, you know, a little is much when God is in it, right? So we're ready for our music to start. Welcome, we, who's on first? Someone's coming out right now. Let's welcome our first musician. Good this is Leah Good morning. Hello, Leah. Thank you. 
And just like Leah, I like to spread joy with music. And sometimes I like to sing it. I have a song in my heart that Jesus gave to me. I have a song in my life of how he gave me victory. I have a song in my heart. He came to set me free. I have a song. I have a song. I have a song in my heart that Jesus gave to me. I have a song in my life how he gave me victory. I have a song in my heart. He came to set me free. And when I get to heaven, I'm gonna sing my song. I will praise my Savior all the day long. It's a song of the redeemed that the angels cannot sing. I have a song, I have a song. When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be when we all see Jesus we will sing and shout sing and shout sing and shout the victory and when I get to heaven I'm gonna sing my song I'll praise my Savior a song of the redeemed that the angels cannot see. I have a song, I have a song. When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. Now we're going to be blessed with joyful music by a father and son team. This is Sam Johnson and EJ.
Amen. Have you been blessed so far? Amen. Amen. Uh, We're going to transition now, and before we do that, let us start with prayer. Heavenly Father, what, what an amazing opportunity we have to worship in your house on your Sabbath day. Thank you for all the music that we've heard so far, Lord. These talents are from you, and we praise you for that. As we begin now talking about your ministry of Hope Channel, I pray that you, your presence will be here with us and that we will be blessed. Pray these things in your name. Amen. The Lord works in mysterious and marvelous ways. And he worked in a marvelous way when the Morrises came to lead our flock here at Forest Lake Church, and we thank you for it. It's my privilege to introduce our guest, but he doesn't need any introduction. You know him, I know him, and uh, I would like to reminisce just for a minute instead of introducing him right now. When, when the Morrises came to town, you would drive into the church parking lot and you were very fortunate to be able to find a place to park. Sometimes in third service, people would come, drive around, not find a place and leave. We couldn't, we just couldn't find enough parking spots. Through Derek's leadership, we raised funds for a capital campaign to build the parking lot that we now have. And because of that parking lot, we were able to expand as this church has. But I want to remember one incident of the fundraising campaign, and Derek, you'll probably remember this. We arranged for a smart car to be in the lobby of the church. How many remember the, the smart car? Yeah, yeah, okay, you do, yeah. Um, Derek was out there, he was honking the horn, and everybody's wondering what's going on. He comes rushing in, said, I couldn't find a place to park. A lot of things happen, but, but it's something that, that uh, it, it was a remarkable thing. We were blessed to have the Morrises here, and it is my special privilege to introduce to you, not the president of Hope Television or many of the other titles that he has, but I would like to introduce to you my friend, Derek. Thank you for being here. That smart car was the most expensive car I've ever driven. (laughs) Except they didn't give me a key, they just told me to sit in the lobby with it. (laughs) When you think about the ministry of Hope Sabbath School and Hope Channel in its broader context, there really are four words that you might remember. So I'm just giving you that reference point so you can understand why we celebrate as we do, not simply uh, the number of views, for example. So the four words are share, interact, connect, and equip. Think you got those? First one is share, interact, connect, and equip. Part of our role as the evangelistic media outlet, along with our sister organization, Adventist World Radio, is to share the everlasting gospel 
with the dying world. That's why we exist. We are not just a Christian television network. Uh, Sony can make Christian programs and, and other commercial ventures, and you can say that was nice, there wasn't any swearing or nudity, but, but our goal is much more targeted than that. Our goal is to help people prepare for the soon coming of Jesus. That's why we exist. So, SHARE is producing Christ-centered Bible-based programming, and we've got lots of work to do. I'm excited even on our tour. By the way, I hope you got one of those uh, 10th anniversary Hope Link. They were out there. And uh, some of you will see the tour of Greece and say, when is it? And it was last week, sorry. <laughs> Come to Israel with us next year. But, uh, you know, our goal is to help the Bible to come alive. And that's what happened last week with Pastor Mark Finley and his wife, Tini as we went through Greece in the footsteps of the Apostle Paul. So we're sharing Christ-centered programming. We need to do more for children. In fact, one couple on that tour with us got so excited about helping to engage uh, both with their gifts and their, uh, with their talents and their resources, helping us because we want our children in the kingdom with us, right? So there's lots more to do, but sharing Christ-centered Bible-based programming is the first word, and we need to do that well. And I must confess to you it's a miracle of God because we don't have a lot of resources. We're blessed to receive uh, significant support from our world church, and I'm very excited, if you didn't hear, I'm very excited to tell you that each year now a portion of the world budget offering will go to Hope Channel to help our programming. For 32 years, I think, that offering, that percentage went solely to the radio, Adventist World Radio, which is doing a wonderful job. But Hope Channel's been around now for 15 years and we've not been included. Just last October, they voted that because we are the combined media outlet, that, that would be shared. And that is about a million dollars a year. Amen. Yeah, that helps. Right? So, so we're thankful for that, but, but it's actually the faithful prayer and, and financial support of many of us all around the world that, that makes a difference producing that Christ-centered Bible-based programming. But that's just the first step. What was the second word? Share, then interact. You see, we don't want people to watch a program, Hope Sabbath School or any other program, and just say that was a nice program and turn it off. We want to build relationships with them. So what are some ways that we could build a relationship with someone who's being blessed by watching Hope Sabbath School, for example? What could we do? Well, we can do some very simple things. How many of you watch Hope Sabbath School once in a while? Okay, so what do we do at the first part of the program before we begin our study, Jackie? That's right, we read emails from around the world. And we share, and there's some in this little uh, Hope link if you want to read some of them. We read how lives are being changed around the world. And we respond back to those people. We're building relationships. That's interacting. What else can we do besides uh, asking them to write in and tell us how it's blessing them? Well, we can offer them resources. You go to our Hope Sabbath School website, you can download that single sheet interactive outline that I write for each of the studies. We, the last statistics I got, there were a quarter of a million downloads of that teaching outline. 
That was in a year, so you can do the math and divide it out. But then I found some people download one, and then they print a bunch of copies and pass them out. So that's exciting to us. And that actually will address the fourth uh, word too, but we're building relationships, we're providing resources, we're interacting with them through emails, through social media. We want to, and this is something we want to focus on even more carefully this year, get them involved also in personal Bible studies. And we're excited about that. Okay? So share, interact. What was the third word? Connect. Because it's wonderful to have a lifeline. And you'll, one of my favorite videos that you'll see in just a little while is from Anne-Marie. And for some people... Hope Sabbath School in particular, Hope Channel in general, is really a lifeline to them. One lady wrote to us while I was still here at Forest Lake. She said, uh, I'm about 40 miles from my closest church. That's seven hours by boat. So I watch Hope Sabbath School three out of four, and the fourth, I take the long trip to church. Uh, people who maybe are not able to get it, or older people like my own parents who are in their 80s, not able to get out as much as they used to. For many, Hope Sabbath School, Hope Channel is, is a lifeline. But, but for, the, for those healthy, active people who are watching the programming, third word, we want to help them connect to a local church. Why? Well, because uh, you don't get an awful lot of fellowship in a one-way media interaction. Oh, you can write an email. But if you can come and fellowship as we have done today, you can be even more greatly blessed. It was last July that David Mbaga came to my office at the Hope Channel. He's a short and powerful fellow. When I say short, he was actually a little shorter than me. That's short. But he was just an enthusiastic young evangelist from Tanzania. He said, Pastor, I wanted to come to meet you in person. <laughs> he said, in February, I preached some evangelistic meetings on the shores of Lake Victoria in Tanzania. He said, we broadcast across the country on Hope Channel, Tanzania. And I just came to tell you that 20,000 people have been baptized. Now, what was even more exciting than that, well, not even more exciting, made me more personal for us, he said, I thought you'd like to know that a lot of the people who were baptized were watching Hope Sabbath School. <laughs> and I used my favorite Hebrew word. Now, I know you say, well, Derek, you don't count those for Hope Sabbath School. Those, because unless there's a loving church that welcomes them, like Forest Lake Church, you know, they just, they say, I think I'll just stay at home and watch the program, right? So it's not just what one of us does. It's what we all do for Jesus. Are you with me? But we want to help connect them to a local church. Well, when he told me that, I thought, wow, you know, I don't know. That, that, that may be just a kind of a strange anomaly this past week, I got an email from our Hope Channel Tanzania director, David Mulangela. I'm going to read it to you. The Revelation of Hope, 
is marked to be the sixth of the net events conducted in Tanzania through Hope Channel Tanzania. The event was aired live through Hope Channel Tanzania across the country. In the stadium in Mwanza, 8,000 people gathered on weekdays and approximately 20,000 on Sabbaths. On the closing Sabbath, the number jumped to more than 30,000 attendees. That sounds like a revival, doesn't it? The echo from the Kirumba Stadium was heard in more than 4,500 stations throughout the country, giving the same effects and response as to those sitting in the stadium. These stations were, you might be interested, where were some of the meetings being downlinked? Schools, prisons, orphanages, refugee camps, colleges, open spaces, markets, bus stops, public grounds. <laughs> One of the downlink sites was a Muslim mosque. The imam appreciated the work of the Adventist church. They asked if they could put a Hope Channel dish up and 60 Muslims were baptized. It's not in this report, but Pastor Mark told me last week that they got a contact. They, they were, I think, 20, was it 22,000 calls they got? Let me check. More than 20,000. One of the calls was from a convent. You know what a convent is, right? <laughs> One of the calls was from a convent, and they said, there are four of us here, four nuns. We've been watching the program on the Hope Channel, and we would like to be baptized. So what do you think? Are they going to leave the convent? Could, could, they, could, they, could they be Adventist nuns? That sounds like a bit of a stretch, doesn't it? Some of these things you may not see in print for obvious reasons, but I'm just sharing them with you today. Reporting on the final results of the meetings. This is just one meeting. People, you remember I told you this morning, if you plant a lot of seed, there'll be a great harvest. We were all surprised, writes one of the leaders there in North Tanzania Union Conference, when the baptism counter hit the higher reading of hundreds and then into thousands. At first, being humans, <laughs> we thought the counting would slow down, but instead, it speeded up. It shot up from 4,532 to 22,600. This is so amazing. And we humbly praise God. Radical joy. You see, our goal is not only to share. That's Christ-centered, Bible-based programming. To interact and build relationships. But we also want to, what was the third word? We want to connect them to the local church. 
And then we want to take them to the fourth step. You see, some have said, well, we want to bring them to baptism, but baptism is not the end. Baptism is just the beginning of our journey with Jesus. And so the fourth word is equip. We want to equip these people, whether it's those 22,600 new members in Tanzania or wherever we are around the world, we want to equip them through this Christ-centered Bible-based programming to be fully devoted followers of Jesus. And I want to pay tribute to my wife and after some more music, I'm going to have Stephanie Shear. But I want to pay tribute to my wife for encouraging me about six years ago. She's actually encouraged me for 41 years. But she encouraged me about six years ago. Derek, you need to start training people to take your place on Hope Sabbath School. And I kind of argued a little in a very gentle way. And I said, that's a big responsibility, teaching an interactive Bible study for more than a million people. And she said, you've always done that. I mean, that's what we should do, right? We train other people. She said, you've always done that. You need to do that. And so we began to train some young leaders. And uh, I had no idea what God would do. I've been so blessed with Stephanie and Trisha Lee and Nathan who taught for us and Puya who's now at seminary who taught for us and uh, give me some Kyle yeah he just became vice president of Adventist World Radio so we're, these young leaders to hear them but but what's happened is actually far more exciting than that because tens of thousands of young adults and older young adults around the world say well if Stephanie can do it maybe I could do it if Kyle could do it, or Mario could do it, or Trisha Lee could do it, maybe I could do it. And so now, as I mentioned earlier, we have tens of thousands of people downloading. This is just from one program, Hope Sabbath School, that interactive outline, and they're starting interactive, in-depth Bible studies where they live. And nobody can teach it better than they can, because they speak Swahili, and Kiruanda, and Polish, and Hungarian, and and so the word of God is spreading in a mar marvelous way. When we see that happen, it brings us radical joy because we've got a work to do so that Jesus can come back soon. Well, I'm going to pause at this point before we go to music and uh, I've got some gifts to give, right? And uh, you're going to give me a list of names of people and you've got some special things to give to them. And I'm going to do this as efficiently as I can. This is not a graduation because those last forever, don't they? <laughs> Aren't they long, those graduations? <laughs> but uh, but I, I did ask to come here this weekend. By the way, pastor said preach three times out of four. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't say that also paid my own way. <laughs> I so much wanted to be here. I wanted to thank the team in a special way. And the first person I'd like to thank is sitting up in the balcony. So how are you gonna do that, Pastor? Patty, are you gonna jump? Are you gonna walk around slowly and get down here? You know, I, I just heard, unless Pastor Patty Hofer has changed her mind, that, that she's uh, gonna be transitioning uh, in a couple of months. And so I said, I want, to, I want to be here before she goes into active retirement. 
and just thank her because she's been a great blessing of God in this church family, hasn't she? Yeah, she's on her way down. And so I wrote a little personal note for her and I thought, what could we get for Pastor Patty Hofer? Because to be very honest with you, without Pastor Patty Hofer, um, it just wouldn't have happened. Uh, I could get up as enthusiastic as I wanted and get all of these great young adults who some of them are here today and we'd have a great Bible study for the 13 of us and that would have been it. It took a leader with vision and the support of the rest of the team and the media team because Patty would be the first to say she couldn't do it by herself to say let's let's do this let's we prayed this radical prayer we said God we're available to you and with the leadership of Pastor Patty Hofer um, the miracle was possible so we thought what could we get for Pastor Hofer maybe a, a horse or a <laughs> I don't know what what would she like and and there was one thing that we knew that she really likes, and that is pottery. She likes pottery. And so we made a very long trip to a most amazing pottery. I say we, looking at Sherita Walters. When my wife and I visited some years ago, and we just were so blessed by the creativity. And, and this place, when you walk into it, exudes the spirit of Jesus. This is a, the Christian couple, and they make beautiful pottery just north of the Baltimore Beltway. And we said, that would be a place to find something for Pastor Patty. So I have no idea what's in this bag. <laughs> but I just hope, I just hope you like it. <laughs> And you don't have to open it now, but it's got a card from us. And I want to thank you for your amazing work. Oh, my. I hope it's nice. The stuff my wife bought's really nice. I'm just going to read a few names up here, and you don't have to come up one at a time. Um, but it would be helpful if you did, otherwise this will take forever. Um, and I'm not going to shake hands with everyone, but I've got... Where, where's the box of presents? Are they all in here? Wow. I thought we got some... Uh... Okay, right there. One and one. Okay. Bodil, would you help me with that? I'm not ambidextrous. Okay. All right. So, so, so they get the one rubber ducky there. And then one bag. Okay, each person. Yes. Okay. Oh, well, one for family, I think. All right. It's not a rubber ducky, actually. Ellie and Susie, are you here? Is any of the Ellie and Susie Kim family here? All right. We'll give some. Oh. Oh. Would one of the children come up? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here they come. They were just getting ready. Come on up here. Let's thank Dr. Ellie and Susie. Thank you so much. We've got a present for you over there. Just come on through. Charity and Kenneth, I don't know if you're here. They're, you know, Charity started here, brought her boyfriend, married him, and they both are filming in Maryland now. Dan Franklin, Dan, are you here? We're going to have to save for some people who didn't make it. I know Estrella and Enrique family are here. Estrella, you can come up with one of your little ones. I just want to thank you, Dr. Estrella and Dr. Enrique. Could be very busy doing a lot of other things. But this team, oh, you got a present right there. Richard, are you here, Richard Earl? Richard, 
He's back in our media group. Oh, he's waving the camera up there. Richard, are you going to stay at the camera and pick this up later? All right. Dan Mandraken, you're probably somewhere too, Dan, aren't you? Oh, you're going to come out of the back room? See, these people, the reason I'm mentioning them, Dan, come up if you're there, is because you'll see that most of the people that make this happen are not on camera, are they? Rob Bounds. Is Rob here today? Rob isn't. I saw Jeff Krause. Where are you, Jeff? Dan, God bless you. Grab something. Jeff, I saw you today. Are you still here? Another one of our unsung heroes. If you're here, just start walking towards us. Bill Carr. Is Bill here? Anybody see Bill today? Don Smith. I know Don and Melody are here. Don, where are you? He's coming. All right. Don, we appreciate him so much. I didn't see Rob McMillan. Is he today? And I didn't see Michael Pratt. I'm going to have to hand out free gifts to anyone who'd like one. Danny. All right. Good to see you, Don. Just grab that over there. Danny, I saw Danny. Mago, where are you, Danny? Oh, he's in the back. He's coming too. They're all working. Siegvart. Siegvart's in the back too, probably. Come on up, Siegvart. I didn't see Randy and Heather. And I didn't see Delwyn. But let me make sure that Danny... Thank you, Danny. God bless you, my brother. Yeah, wonderful to have you here. And Siegbart, God bless you. Go get a present over there. Tom Emdy, I saw you somewhere. Tom, where are you? Yes, come on up. You know, Tom is a walking miracle. You know that, don't you? God bless you, Tom. I think, Tom, you, you were responsible for almost everything, right? I think, you didn't you oversee putting up that wonderful funeral home that we filmed? I don't know why they called it a funeral home. <laughs> Tom, thank you for all the work. Oh, I've got a card for you, Tom. You've got to come back for your card right here. Now, I, I didn't see Jim Krause, but I saw Eileen. Eileen, are you still here? I wanted to thank Jim. He was also part of our media team. We'll save that for him. Carolyn, I know you're here. Come on up here. Carolyn was our makeup artist. You know, I appreciate makeup artists that look like you don't have it. You know, I was at a place, they said, we're just going to put on a little mascara. I said, no, thank you, honey. <laughs> but actually, what makeup is supposed to do is make you not shine for Jesus. Okay? <laughs> Carolyn, thank you so much. God bless you. Uh, and here's one of my favorites, Stephanie Holtree, right here. Stephanie, come on up here. Stephanie was one of our core team... Nobody knows what she does except that she's one of our Hope Sabbath School team members. All right, let's see who I have here. Amanda, I saw Amanda and Paul. Where are you, Amanda? Now, Amanda, come on up here. Amanda had a very important work that she did. Remember I talked about share? What was the second word? Interact, right? And I don't know if Maureen's here this afternoon. Maureen, are you here? She's here too, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, but I just want to recognize Amanda because Amanda, I don't know, Bodil, did she coordinate the whole... Amanda, when we get all these emails from around the world, she would help coordinate that. And uh, we just want to thank you, Amanda. And we want to thank our precious sister, Maureen, too. You are a precious follower of Jesus. Wonderful blessing. I've got to write a card for you because I'm realizing I certainly forgot almost everybody. <laughs> 
But I saw Dwayne, and Dwayne's uh, little boy, Thomas, wasn't well today. And Dwayne, did you make it back, or are you watching online? This is Dwayne and Angela Anderson. I don't think they made it, so we'll have to save that for them. But I know Jason and Janelle are here. Dr. Jason, Shives, and Janelle, where are they? Or are they taking an afternoon nap? They were cut. Here they are. Here they are. They're running. Welcome them. These were part of our original team. God bless you both. And one of their two. Uh, what many of you may not know is a young adult group that was one of our five services called Advent Hope. That from Advent Hope came the core of our Hope Sabbath School team. And they love Jesus and they're making a difference where they are. Did I get everybody? I've got, I've got Julie Cook. Where's Julie? Oh, come on up, Julie. Julie is now the, the vice chair of the humanities department. And you were one of our awesome team members. And I have a card for you. We're glad to have dedicated Christian professors at ADU. Yes. Now, I've just got a couple of other cards for some people who helped us today, it looks like. Those were added on. And if you're, there's got to be some people here who say, I deserve a present. Just come up afterwards, okay? <laughs> where's, where's, where's our dear friend Crystal Tavachi and her husband Tom? Where are they? They're still cleaning up from lunch. Are you here? Oh, there's Tom. Crystal's not here right now. Tom, come up and get something. This dear family, and Dina, where are you? Are you here? Come on up too, Dina. Uh, this dear team put together... Thank you so much, Tom. God bless you. The, the lunch for us today, for all of our group that came in. Dina, come on over here. God bless you. Dina's mom, just, is she a hundred or a hundred and a hundred and a half, her mom. A hundred and a, when you're a hundred, a half matters. Samuel and EJ have given us some beautiful music today, haven't they? Samuel and EJ, are you here somewhere? Are you back? You're going to play for us again, aren't you? So we'll catch them, father and son, the beautiful music they gave us. And then, Bodil, do you want to walk over to Gail while she's playing the pretty music up there? Let's thank God for Gail and her beautiful music today. Yes, and my wife very graciously said, oh, yes, I have one for Leah, too. Where are you, Leah? Are you here? Did you appreciate Leah's music? She's going to play again in just a minute, right? And I have a card for you, Leah, and go get a present. Oh, Bodil, you're going to get a present for Leah. You know, isn't it wonderful? Leah, how old are you? 11? Wow. Ten. Are you 10? I hope I can play the violin like that when I get to the kingdom. Probably I'll be told by the angel, practice. <laughs> it takes us all working together, doesn't it? We're going to hear some amazing stories after uh, some more music. But I just want to thank each one of you. And we've got some more gifts here, don't we? We'll, we'll make sure later, okay? We don't want to miss anyone. There's probably some people here. And you're like, Pastor Derek, I just want to honor a couple of people that I mentioned this morning that got Hope Channel, Hope Sabbath School started. Um, Harley Lester Lane. Did any of you know the Lester family? Anyone here know the Lester family? Okay, a few of you did. Yeah. And in memory of their parents, uh, the children said, we, we, 
we really would like to help get Hope Sabbath School started. They made an investment. Another family in this church said, we'll match that. And, and with that initial money, we bought $14,000 worth of microphones, voice-activated microphones for the team, some tables, and some uh, funeral home um, <laughs> drapery. <laughs> it takes us all, doesn't it? To see the miracle happen. And I just want to thank each one of you for what you're doing. Ah, here's my brother. Come on over here. You're going to be playing again, I think, a little later, if I'm not mistaken. Samuel and EJ, thank you so much for your ministry. Beautiful music. And we've got, we've got a present for you over there, too, for your son, too. I just want to pray before we continue with some beautiful music. And some of my favorite short videos are going to play here and some testimonies that will bless your heart. Father in heaven, you've reminded us again that it's not just one person or even a handful, but it's a whole community devoted to Jesus and to the mission. We thank you that tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions around the world are being impacted, not by us, but by you, but that we're part of that miracle. And I thank you especially for those that we've been able to recognize today as part of that team. And Lord, we just thank you that the miracles aren't over, not just with Hope Sabbath School and Hope Channel, but with your work around the world. We, we pray you'd show us how to join you in your harvest work. As we continue, open our hearts to worship you. In Jesus' name, amen.
and I was born in Notre Dame des Érables, which is a very small French Acadian, French village in northern New Brunswick, Canada. And now I live in Saint-Quentin, uh, in the west part of New Brunswick, Canada. I grew up in a Catholic home, on a farm, which was really nice. There was uh, a lot of animals. We're from a big family, um, the seventh child. My mother was a teacher. We had books and encyclopedias, and I was very curious. When I was in grade five, I could already read like an adult. And I had a good understanding too of what I was reading. I read Matthew and Luke and Mark and John and a bit of the Apostles. And then I flipped at the end and I signed my name. I did the, the confession thing and I signed my name in 1981. I was 10 years old, gave my life to Jesus right there. And I believe he's never left me since then. I couldn't get out of the farm to go, you know, uh, to a dance with my friends, when, I, when all my friends were going. So when I finally went to university, I kind of decided that uh, I was going to make my own rules, that I, didn't, that I could decide of how I wanted to walk, which is a horrible mistake. And um, I quickly found out it's not how the world works. There are rules. And I was looking, but not necessarily in the right places. Buddhism, Zen, uh, the Tao Te Ching, the Tibetan Book of the Dead, uh, the Hebrew uh, sages. And then I came back to Jesus, because in my eye, he was the man for the job. <laughs> what really, really got me going, uh, looking for answers, is when one of my friends uh, died. She was just 32 years old. She was older than me. So I started looking. I started uh, wanting to know more. And I, I finally read the whole Bible. And when I read the whole Bible, oh, I said there's not supposed to be statues in a church. There's not supposed to be this and that and that. So, okay, Catholic. I just switched from Catholic to altogether. I said, I have to go with the Protestants. They might have answers. There were a lot on grace, saved by grace. Jesus did everything for you. They were not much on um, being very serious, deadly serious on putting in practice the commandments. So I said, that's not it. And I still was not baptized. I had understood by reading the Bible, I needed to be baptized. It had been 10 years, and the, the Baptists, believe it or not, in Saint-Quentin-Cadouic did not know how to baptize me because there was no pastor anymore. So I found a Pentecostal pastor who said, no problem, I'm going to baptize you in July. And I got baptized by a Pentecostal uh, pastor. But what happened is, at one point, I got fed up of never fitting in, of never feeling I was home. And I don't know if I typed hope, just hope on the computer. I don't know if I typed Sabbath. And I tried, I, I decided to look into it. And the more I read about the Adventism, you know, the more I saw that, oh, 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 this is home, you know? Hope Channel was the portal that opened up to me a whole new world. And that enabled me to find the Adventist home. 
And what it did, it gave uh, the answers that I was looking for, like on prophecy, uh, doctrinal issues, what they believe, fundamental issues, um, service. And that was all wonderful. And the cooking and the health, I'm a woman, so health issue, yeah, that was the first thing probably that caught my attention, that wow, it was really holistic. So oh, I was in love with Hope Channel because it has all these programs. Uh, I do uh, listen to uh, Hope's Habit School, which is absolutely wonderful for people like me who are stranded in the middle of the wood. And uh, that's how I get my food, my spiritual food. That's how I get, I get to see the interaction between these Christians. There is a church one hour away in Maine. There is a church one and a half hour in Pertendover. And there's a church, well, it's not even a building. It's just people meeting in Bathurst, New Brunswick, which is two hours and a half away from my home. So really what I, go, what I do on Saturday, I rest, I read my Bible, and I go on Hope Channel. If it wasn't for Hope Channel, I would be all alone in a sea of all kinds of denominations, but I would be in the world all alone. It is my life saver. It's like a family that I don't have here, but I can see and that I know that one day we'll be all together. come and meet with a group of Seventh-day Adventist believers, I'd think I was in heaven. <laughs> Lifeline. You know, when we become part of the harvest work, uh, we experience joy ourselves. And I have asked Stephanie uh, if she would come up and share. Stephanie's been with us from the very beginning and probably been teaching for about five years now, maybe six. And uh, I'd just like to give Stephanie an opportunity to share how being part of the harvest work has impacted her life. Amen. Wasn't that testimony amazing? She types in, she's not sure what, and it pops out Hope Channel. Not by chance, right? right. Um, the joy of seeing that. I've had the opportunity to do some traveling in my um, job, and what that has allowed me to do is spend some Sabbaths in a different location. And I recall, um, as we're thinking about joy, I recall meeting a couple at the church that I went to. And they recognized me from Hope Sabbath School. And the couple I was staying with invited them over for lunch. And we had a conversation. And they were sharing with me for two plus hours how God had used Hope Channel to reach their lives. This gentleman. Uh, Jimmy and his wife shared with me how Jimmy had been in a life of 40 plus years of anger and frustration. He had tried many different things, but his life was in some ways out of control with anger. He had threatened the lives of other people, and his life had been threatened as well. 
And I remember sitting across from Carrie and Jimmy, and I asked Carrie, what was this, what is it, was it like being in this kind of environment? And Jimmy quickly spoke up and he said, Stephanie, I was not the husband I should have been, but God has changed me. You see, Jimmy came across just by chance, Hope Channel, and he listened to Pastor Ron Halverson. You know Pastor Ron Halverson? And he was listening to his testimony of how God changed Pastor Halverson's life. And that impacted Jimmy's life. So much so that his life took a 180 degree turn. Jimmy, this hardened gentleman, sat in front of me, tears streaming down his face. As he shared how God changed his life. You know, I think of uh, the verse in Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15 and verse 10. This is Jesus speaking. And he says, likewise I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. And this is just one experience. So when we think about radical joy, the joy that we experience is the joy of seeing individuals giving their lives to Jesus. And quite frankly, you can't put a price tag on that. Thank you, Steve. I'm watching the clock. We've just got a few minutes left, but let's go right ahead to Mark's story. Mark is, as you'll notice, not a Seventh-day Adventist Christian. He's a Catholic Christian. He's on a journey. Let's hear his story. My name is Mark Kack. I live in Bakersfield, California. I work at the Adventist Health uh, Tehachapi Valley Hospital. I manage the imaging department, you know, x-ray, CT, ultrasound, etc. Uh, it's a field that I've been in for 45 years, ever since I got out of the uh, United States Army, uh, which is where I had my training. You know, uh, my mom and dad were Methodists. We were Iowa farm, farm family. Uh, church was not a priority because on a farm you work every day, but we would go occasionally. That was the extent of it through high school and until I went and enlisted in the Army. There were uh, members of the, the, the company I was in that had strong faiths. And you start talking and listening, and you, that, well, is, that seed gets planted to a small degree. When I was stationed in Europe, uh, there it wasn't so much of going to church, but in doing some of the traveling around Switzerland and Austria and Rome and in Germany. I mean, seeing these churches, again, just realizing, wow, there are some very strong, faith-filled, committed people in this world. 
And then I went to Rome to the Vatican. And I am Catholic. Uh, I became Catholic uh, in my late 30s. And then, you know, we're going to church every Sunday. And again, initially it's, okay, kids, sit down, you know, this and that. But you still pick up more. Uh, the change that moved me, say, two steps backwards was when I, I was working a lot, sometimes seven days a week. So church wasn't there. My faith was there, but it wasn't about going to church. And that lasted for many years as the kids grew up and, and life, as they say, life happens. With the death of my, my mom and the passing away of my dad, with that, the comfort I was able to receive by going to Mass, listening to the Word. And I have other friends that are pretty faith-filled in different denominations. That's, that's when it really hit that it's time to really dedicate myself to the Word of God, understanding uh, the Bible and the lessons that are taught. The icing to that cake of this, you know, journey, was, which sometimes seems like a corny word, but this journey was when I came across Hope Sabbath School. You know, on March 28th, I get hit by a car, a glancing blow, but enough that it shatters the left side of my pelvis. I get taken care of. That Sunday, March 31st, I'm home. You know, I'm going through direct TV looking, and boom, as I'm changing, Hope Sabbath School lights up at the top of that block of channels. And it was, oh, not to be, it was, it just, that was it. That word hope, I turn it on, I watch it, I listen to Pastor Morris in the panel, and they had me then. I knew that from the accident to that Sunday in my recliner to looking for something, for it landing on Hope's Sabbath, that wasn't a coincidence. I will do everything I can to keep it on, to listen to Pastor Morris, to listen to the beautiful gospel songs that his wife puts together. They are incredible. If I wake up in the middle of the night and can't seem to get back to sleep because of something, I have three or four of those memorized and they become my mantra to get my mind to a different place. And it gets me back to sleep. Not that they're boring, but they relax me and put me in the right place. Into the panel, whatever they are giving up to be there, and it must be an incredible amount of time. But they also, I hope they know, and they probably do, what an impact their perspective is having on all of us out here. I love them. They are my extended family. Sometimes we have to look back to see how far we have come. And when I look back over the last 20 years, I see the path that God had had me on to put me in, into where I am today. This is real. This is real. This is real emotion and feelings and understanding.
into Diane's story, sent a message up top. Diane's, uh, she lives in the same island where my only sibling, my brother, lives. He walked away from Jesus as a teenager. He's two years older than me, and Jesus loves him with an everlasting love. So I'm praying for Hope Channel New Zealand. Let's hear a story of a changed life. Tehana, and this is her remarkable story. Diane's family left their Sunday keeping church after her husband was offended for the way he dressed. My husband stood up and he said, well, I thought the Lord was after my heart, not the clothes on my back. But that was the last day we actually went to church. 14 years later, she received a shocking call that turned Diane's world upside down. My mum said, Dad's gone. And I was thinking, lady, what are you doing? Where's my dad? 
My mum then again said, Dad's passed. Oh, my heart broke, because I'm the only girl. I was a daddy's girl, and my dad meant everything to me. I dropped down to my knees and I said, Lord, I need you. I asked for the Lord to come and get me. Little did I know, he came straight away. On her way to her father's funeral, Diane stopped to see a friend who had recently started watching a new channel and had found a wonderful book about the life of Christ. What that friend told Diane changed her life. Before I actually gave her my last hug, I actually um, was given advice from her to actually switch on the TV. There's a channel on TV. It's called the Hope Channel, which she was watching. When Diane got home, she read some of the book, Desire of Ages, and was impressed to find the new TV channel her friend Mihi recommended. She was surprised by what she found. After watching the Hope Channel, Diane decided to visit the Nelson Adventist Church. But would she be treated there as badly as her family had in their old church? I wasn't dressed flash clothes or anything. The welcoming reception that my son and myself got. Now I understand what unconditional love is. They greeted me as if they had known me for years. Yeah, I was just so welcomed. Her first church visit encouraged Diane so much that she kept going and began Bible studies with a little help from her TV. Everything that I was actually studying, I'd actually not only hear it in church, I'd hear it from the Hope Channel, so I was like going around in circles with the Hope Channel, and I'm actually doing my housework in that. But that Hope Channel's on more or less like 24-7. It's my recharger. It keeps me close to the Lord as well. After completing Bible studies, Diane decided to be baptised on April 8th, 2017. That day, my baptism day, I gave my life to the Lord Jesus. From here on in, the remaining days that I walk this earth belongs to the Lord. We have a dream to connect every single one of our 200,000 viewers with their local Seventh-day Adventist church. Let's turn the dream into reality. Hope Channel New Zealand is one of our newest affiliates. They're probably about four years old now, and uh, they have 100% coverage of the two islands. Amen. And we just started Hope Channel Kyrgyzstan, I think, what, Finland, Iceland. Um, God is reaching people around the world. Some people say, well, can the miracles that happen over there happen here? And the answer is yes, one life at a time. But the day's coming, and Samuel's going to play for us now. We've appreciated Samuel Johnston, and uh, your son EJ. Samuel's going to play for us now. We shall behold him. I want you to rejoice as you think about that day when we'll see Jesus face to face. But I also want you to rejoice that people like Anne-Marie and Mark and, Tri and Diane and her little boy are going to be there too. Amen? And a vast multitude that no man or woman can number because by his grace we've been faithful harvest workers.
I told someone I wanted to learn to preach like he plays the saxophone. <laughs> well, it's, uh, we're two minutes over, three minutes, but we did start five minutes late. I'm not sure how that happened, so does that make us on time? I'm not sure. Our time is gone. Have you been blessed to be with us for a few minutes? You know, uh, I guess I can tell them a secret. We, we have a partnership weekend in S Palm Springs in September and in Asheville in December. And can I tell them about 2019? That we're planning a partnership weekend right here in Orlando. Because um, the miracle started here. And uh, so... Pray, pray for what God's doing. I do believe that God is working in miraculous ways. And uh, thanks for being part of the miracle. Let's stand together. After we pray, we'd love to talk to you. I'd like to ask particularly the participants who were part of Hope Sabbath School starting. I see quite a few here. My, my wife has asked if we can get a picture of you. Uh, so, Estrella and Stephanie and all of those, you know who you are. If you're here with us and you were part of the participant team, uh, we'd like to get a picture afterwards. I'd love to talk to you as well. Let's pray. Father in heaven, what a blessed way to spend Sabbath. We've heard beautiful music from Robert and EJ, from Gail and from young Leah. Different ages, different talents, but all devoted to you. We've heard beautiful stories of lives changed. We pray for Anne-Marie today, for Mark, and for Diane and her son, who represent tens of thousands whose lives are being transformed by you and the power of your word. And we thank you for this church and the churches in this area that joined in this miracle that you performed, Hope Sabbath School. And we pray that you would continue to give strength to those who have made that commitment and those even here in this congregation who with their prayers, with their support, with their emails, connecting, interacting with the people, are, are helping people on the journey from broadcast to baptism and beyond. And Lord, when you come in glory and the saints are gathered around the throne, may we see many that we had the privilege of inviting to a saving relationship with you. We won't take any credit on that day. We'll give all of the glory and the honor to you alone. And now I pray a blessing upon each family here. I thank you for your unfailing love and your grace. And may we continue to listen to your voice and walk in your way. I pray in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Thanks for coming this afternoon. Make one announcement. Um, if there are any of you that were part of the team and I didn't mention you by name. We do have a gift for you up here.
So I don't want anybody to be left out. Amen. Thanks so much. God bless you all.